Hi guys, welcome back to All Things with Anna, where we talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between. Hi guys, welcome back to All Things with Anna. This week's episode is All Things Q&A. So, I'm pretty excited to be back on this podcast and just um, getting to share God's word with you guys and just talk to you and see how you guys are doing if you guys want to reach out to me. But this week's episode is all things Q&A. And so this will be my first ever question and answer that I've ever done. And I'm super excited for it. I did an Instagram um, question box um, on my story this last week and gathered some questions from some of my listeners. And so I'm excited to just dive right into those questions and, you know, let you guys know a little bit more about me. So, there is only five questions, maybe, oh, actually six, and so I feel like it'll go, like, there's only a few questions just because I didn't get a lot of feedback, but, you know, that's completely okay. My Instagram is, like, it's different because a lot of people are only on the Instagram or only on the podcast. They don't really look at both, and so it's just hard to navigate that in social media terms, but... They're all super good questions, and I'm going to start out with the first one, which is also kind of a good intro because I don't really ever share my testimony, and um, this question was a testimony summary, and just like what was mine and all of it, and I talk about myself, and I relate to my topics almost all the time, every single episode without fail, but I've never just done an episode where I have shared my full testimony and just how my life in Christ began. And so, that's what this first question is. So, growing up, I was not a Christian. You know, I believed in God, but I was very um, not associated with, like, anything in terms of Jesus or anything like that. Um, me and my family went to a Methodist church for a while when I was young, and that was kind of it. It ended, it was very early childhood, but that has nothing, like, I'm gonna say that I wasn't, I didn't grow up Christian, but I'm not at all slandering my parents for that because, you know, we just, you never know, and my parents were super loving and supportive. Like, I grew up in a great home and I grew up in such a loving and supportive household but it was not a Christian household and so this has kind of been a journey that I figured out by myself but I wouldn't change any of it. Um yeah but with that being said I had such a loving family growing up. I still love both my parents and my sister like I would not have changed my childhood for anything. Um I used to grow up in a really small town and of course like many small towns in the Bible Belt, it was mainly Christian. And the girls in the grade around me um, had these Jesus Instagram accounts named like Saved by Grace, Walk in Faith, um, you know, so many things like that. And I didn't really see it at the time, but they were so influential towards me because they would post what I mean by Jesus account is that they would post like cute little Bible verses and cute little collages of like spending time in their work in God's word and just like, you know, them at church, whatever. It was like, it was a very good trend to have. 
but I never really like gave credit to it. But I saw those Instagram accounts and I literally, there was never like a day where I was saved, I would say. I, it was more of like a overtime situation. And so I can't like pinpoint a day and be like, that was the day I had salvation. Like, no, it was like a certain time period in my life for me. But anyways, I saw these counts and I was like, I think I should like give this Jesus thing a chance. Like, you know, like I actually, I want to see what the hype's about. And so I asked my mom to get a Bible. We went to, um, Mardell's and I got a Bible and some highlighters and stuff. And I started reading through Psalms and Proverbs and I just like really became in love with the word. And I was striving for a youth group or a church because, um, my parents weren't going to church and, you know, and I also wanted the church to be something that I really looked forward to, you know, I wanted to love wherever I was going. And so I would stalk these churches, youth groups, Instagram accounts, like nobody's business. And I went to three different youth groups, just like locally around my area. And I felt so discouraged because I would come home crying because it was so hard for me to make friends. Because thinking back on it, it probably wasn't the smartest idea, but I would just walk into these places and I would wear my best outfit, you know, make sure my hair looked good. And I would just do my thing and I'd start starting conversations, try to make some friends, ask if I could sit with them you know, we would just do all of the stuff and I never really felt like I was at home until I was at school and one of my really good friends at that time in school invited me to church with her after I was telling her this because she had a youth group that she really loved and a church that her family went to and she just absolutely adored it. And so I went with her that Wednesday and I fell in love. Like, I had never been so welcomed and loved in my life. And after that, you know, I just kept on coming back. And I've been at that church for two years now. Um, Pretty much going whenever the doors are opened. And I got baptized last year on November 13th, um, 2022. And, which is the day after my birthday, if anybody cares. But I have just grown really strong um, through Christ and my relationship with him. And I would say that based off all of this, there's two major lessons that I've kind of learned in my testimony. And the first one is that sometimes the journey has to be your own. You know, you can't rely on parents and friends to just help you through um, going to church. You can't just float on their back because in the end, that's going to fail. You know, that trust is going to fail. And so, sometimes you have to be the odd one out, and you have to do what nobody else is doing, and go and find that youth group, and go and find that church community um, by yourself, which can be discouraging and sad, but I promise it's for the best. And my other lesson is that throughout my whole life, I've kind of, like, based my entire childhood off of like succeeding. I want to go to Harvard so bad and that's such an out of reach goal. I mean, I don't really know 
for me, it just seems completely out of reach. And I just based my entire childhood off of going to college and being super smart and just being like famous for being so smart. And I think now, and so I was always doing everything. And right now, I'm trying to do everything, but I don't want to like burn myself out. I'm still class president and, you know, a varsity athlete, but it's like, I don't know when, when enough is enough. And truly, nothing is ever enough if I'm hoping in sports and grades and colleges. Nothing will ever fulfill me in that area. And so, the greatest lesson is that my identity is found in Jesus Christ. And my foundation is Jesus Christ. Not the sports I'm in, not the grades I make, not the AP classes I'm taking. It is only by the power of my Savior that I have this magnificent life. It's not by the power of my good works and my smartness. And so that's been the biggest lesson is just knowing that extracurriculars don't define me. College acceptance rates don't define me. And so I've just kind of let God take the control in my life because that's such a miserable life to live to only want to go to college. And so what if I do go to Harvard? What's next? It just doesn't seem like a very good idea. But if you trust in Jesus, what's next? What's next is eternal life. And so that sounds like a way better deal to me than being a high school burnout. So, yeah, that's all I have to say on my testimony, but I just, I feel really vulnerable sharing that with you guys, but it's also something I'm so proud of, and I'm just very proud of myself and how far I came, and that's only by the will of the Lord, and so, if you're going through something similar, just know it gets better. Life is still going to be rocky, but with Jesus, you have someone to lean on in the rocky times, and here, that leads me to my second question, and what is your favorite book of the Bible, someone asked. And my favorite book of the Bible is definitely James. Um, I adore the book of James. I think it is so encouraging and just so good. I love how it describes our faith as believers and just that no matter what, we can always turn to Jesus Christ. And I think Every time I read James, it's always the most uplifting passage I could read, maybe besides the Psalms, but in an overall sense of the book, it's for sure James. And I also have a very special connection to the name James. Um, It's my middle name. It's my stepdad's name. It's my favorite book of the Bible. And so, just, if I ever have a son, you best believe his name will be James. So... That leads me, well, it doesn't really lead me. I don't know why I'm saying that, but my third question is, what is the best way to stay in the word and be motivated about it? The best way for me, it honestly is to set a time and to set a place. And what I mean by that is pick a time out of the day because it's going to be hard for you to stay consistent with it if you're doing it at different times. And so for me, it's about 9.30 at night before I go to sleep. And my Bible stays on like, so my bed's kind of weird. It's like, it has a headboard that's like a bookshelf. And on top of the bookshelf, it has like 
places to like set things. It's like a day bed, but for a queen size bed. And so my Bible sits right there and it's always there. You know, every night I can just pick it up, read it in my bed and then put it down, say a prayer and, you know, make sure that's my routine for reading my Bible. Um, for some of you, it may be in the morning. For some of you, it may be once you get home from work or school or anything like that. But yes, set a time and set a place. And I always, I don't know if this is everybody else, but I'm such a type A person. And so lists are my favorite thing. Um, I always keep like a day by day checklist in my notes app. And so I always, if it's like a today list, I always put read my Bible on there, but I also have a monthly one that's day one, day two, day three, just making sure I'm staying consistent so I can check that bubble. And I'm not trying to do it to like check the blank, you know what I mean? Um, because I don't want to gain nothing out of it, but it keeps me accountable and it helps me remember it. And then also reminders in just your phone or the Bible app are always super helpful if you just need that extra reminder. Someone asked, I'm starting out in the Bible. Which book should I start in? And for me right now, I would say start in Ephesians because so many people will tell you to start in John, which is a great place to start too. But I think if you're like me, it's easier to read passages of scripture that talk about love and your faith as a believer and the kind of the do's and don'ts and just what does really following Jesus mean in scripture than analyzing text of um, key eyewitnesses to Jesus and the apostles and you know, genealogy, I think that can be really hard to understand as a new believer. And so, I would say start in Ephesians. When I started out as a new believer in the Bible, I always started in Psalms. You know, did I finish it? No, but I made it to about Psalms 40 and I was thriving. I, it was really encouraging for me just to kind of read that, but I immediately went to like Ephesians, 1st Corinthians, 2nd Corinthians, um, Philippians. I read all those books and that was really encouraging for me. Like now I'm going through it chronologically, but it's so much easier for me to understand exactly what's happening in, you know, Genesis, um, Leviticus, Deuteronomy. It's so much easier for me to understand what's happening in those passages now that I've kind of read how a believer should act, what a believer should believe. You know what I mean? And so, I would definitely say Ephesians, maybe Philippians, and then maybe Psalms because Genesis is just really hard to start out in. And most people, if you start in Genesis, you'll probably read Genesis so many times because you'll quit and start over and quit and start over. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, that's what I would have to say on that question. The second, or not second, I don't know why I'm saying that. It's definitely the fifth, fifth question. How to live a glorifying life to Christ in your everyday life? And I would say, first off, stay in your word and pray. If you never spend time with someone, you don't know how they act. 
and that just goes for a general sense. You know, if you never spend time with a person from your school, then you're not going to really know how they act. You aren't really going to know them. You know, you maybe know their name, but you won't really know them on a personal level. And I would also say that once you spend time with someone, you get to know them very well. And so, when you spend time with God, you get to know God. And I think about it like this. You can only mimic someone's actions when you know what actions they do. And so, that goes for Jesus. You know, if you don't read through the Bible to see how Jesus acted, how he lived, then how can you live that out in your life? And I think that's the best way, honestly, is to spend time in your word and just to pray about it because that's the starting step and that's the first thing that you need to do. But I also would like to say you have to be a light. You can't just force gospel down people's throat, you know. What's the law if there's no love? And what's love without no law? You know, you have to have both. And so, you have to be a light. You have to show kindness towards people who maybe everybody in your school doesn't like. You have to give generously. If someone asks for your coat, give them your coat, but give them your shirt. There's so, I mean, that's pretty literal, but there are so many ways to just be at the positive light. Be over nice. Be over positive. You know, be so kind to people in such a genuine way. Don't be fake and say this to their face and then go behind their back, but just try to act like Jesus in every scenario. And I think that's the best way to live out um, glorifying Christ in your everyday life. And so, and I would also say for living out a life um, to glorify Christ is that you have to practice what you preach. And that goes for love, but that also goes for what the Bible says about sin and um, the different types of sin. You know, don't gossip, um, don't support things that the Bible has clearly said against and all of that. So, I would just say make sure your life aligns with your beliefs and make sure your beliefs align with what God's Word says. And that is actually it for the Q&A. And I also had someone ask me if pineapple belongs on pizza. And this may be controversial, but yes, I'm a very big fan of Hawaiian pizza. So yes, I think that pineapple does belong on pizza. But yeah, that's pretty much it for this week's podcast. I really enjoyed this um, Q&A and I might do another one in the future, um, maybe a couple months from now, but This was definitely encouraging and I'm glad to just speak with you guys about some of the questions you may have and just my testimony and all of that. And so I hope you guys have a great week and I'm just going to end this in a short prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for letting us um, come together and just listen to this podcast. Thank you for giving me the ability to um, have you speak through me in this podcast. I pray that the listeners leave um, listening to this episode with a greater knowledge of Jesus and God than they did when they came. I pray that we can all live out a Christian and glorifying life to you in every aspect that we do, whether that's our jobs, our sports, our schools. I pray that we can be truly honorable to you 
in every situation. In your name I pray. Amen. Bye guys. Thank you so much for listening.